Come on in, come on in. All right, everybody. Let's try and fill up. Let's try and fill up the first two rows if we can, please. All right, as you make your way to the front. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yes. All right, whoever is still out in the lobby, please make your way to the sanctuary. Time to start elevate. Let's go. All right. Is that everybody? All right, let's. We can have the first two rows filled up, please. First two rows, I don't want anybody sitting in the third or the fourth row. Make sure we fill up these first two rows. Everybody, is this everybody? I feel like we have more. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome to Elevate. Elevate. All right. Thank you for coming out tonight on Valentine's Day. And you know how we do. We're going to kick off Elevate with a game right now. So I'm going to need four volunteers total. Okay, so Alec and what's your name? Sorry. Giovanni, Alec and Giovanni over here, uh, Ulysses and Brian over here, okay, alright, you guys are going to have fun tonight, alright, because it is Valentine's Day, alright, so this is what's going to happen, alright, this is another minute to win it game, alright, so what's going to happen is, you guys are in two teams, one here, one here, one of you is going to be blowing up balloons, these balloons, and then the other one is going to be sitting on them and popping them. Alright? So, you guys have a minute to blow up as many balloons and popping them as within that minute time, okay? So, I need you guys uh, time right now to uh, discuss who wants to do what. And then uh, over here, Jose and Adam, they're actually going to be keeping track of how many balloons that you pop. So, what's that? Oh, you got to time up, yeah. You gotta blow them up. Alright, so. Okay. Alright, you guys ready? Okay. So whoever's blowing up balloons, I'm gonna have to stand over here by the table. You're blowing up balloons, you're blowing up balloons, you're sitting, you're sitting. Okay, cool. Alright. On my mark, you guys are going to kick this off, all right? pull out my Alright, you guys ready? Ready? Alright, on your mark, get set, go! Dude, this is a minute to win it, man. <laughs> All right, that's one. <laughs> Twenty five seconds already passed. 
right. <laughs> you guys can switch if you want to. Somebody could you have 45 seconds. All right, they got one. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. The obvious winners, <laughs> Ulysses and Brian, you guys uh, get off the stage, please. <laughs> All right. Let me get another set of four. Who wants to come up? Yeah, let's have girls. Let's have girls come up. All right. Jen? Yes? Jen and... Oh, the leaders. Okay. Let's have leaders versus students. All right, I need two girls over here. Jen and... Oh, nobody wants to part with Jen? That's sad. Come on now. Who else? Who else? Carmen? Okay. All right. All right, here we go. We got the girls. All right. All right, you guys ready? Okay. All right, on my mark. On your mark. Get set. Go! Switch, switch. How many? All right. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And five on this air. How many over here? Three. All right. Give it up for Carmen and Jen. All right. Okay. We got time for one, one more. All right, one more, one more set of four. We might need to vacuum this later, but <laughs> all right. All right, so Jose and Jose is looking for a partner. Steve, all right, who wants to partner up with Steve? Anybody? Yeah. All right. All right. All right, well, who, who's gonna partner up with Jose over here? Who's gonna partner up with the, Aaliyah? Anybody? Anybody? All right, all right. This is the last. This is the last round. Okay. All right. Hey, there's one. There's a little one on the floor. Okay. What's that? Just we'll leave that there. All right, let's hurry up, guys. All right, are we ready over here? All right, you guys, you guys ready? Okay. This is the last. This is the last round. All right, on my mark. You guys ready? You ready? All right, on my mark. It's set. Go. 
Lawrence is like using all his strength to blow up that balloon. <laughs> Aliyah. Oh, that. Okay. All right. Forty seconds. All right. All right. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Two, one, and oh, so three, you guys got two? All right, all right guys, give it up, give it up for our contestants. I didn't, I didn't realize how messy this game was. We could get some people to help clean up these balloons. To Christina, and she's got some announcements for us, so please give a warm welcome to Christina. All right. Awesome. That's awesome, guys. I feel like the um, blowing up <laughs> blowing up balloons is a gift. Not everyone has it. <laughs> Seriously, though, that was really fun. Um, can we get the music just turned down just a little? Can I get everyone seated in the first two rows? Can I get everyone to move up so we can see your beautiful faces, leaders included? <laughs> if you can name who this artist is, you get when I see you, my you get something. Feels like butterflies are, are flying in honor of Valentine's Day. I just want to use any excuse to, to stay with you just a little bit longer and you might not know <laughs> it when I dream about us when I sit on top of my car cause All right. I like looking it's an awkward love song it's about a minute and 15 seconds but it's cute um, it's really cute together, I'm not on my phone, <laughs> I only talk to you I mean uh, I don't even know how we're going to let it ride out we're just going to let it like right out because it's Valentine's Day. And I want to share a straw with you and a milkshake and wear matching shirts and be that couple that all the couples hate. Let's be weird together and, and happy and I'll hold you when you cry and you can always have my heart. Let's run away to a place where nobody knows who we are. I just want to be awkward with you. Maybe some kids. Oh, it's weird, but I just, I want to see you and I see you at the cafeteria and I'm in your homeroom and I love you and I'm stupid and I'm Almost sorry. done. And I, just I promise. To you, the gush is almost over. I'm awkward. All right, who knows who that is? See it? It is. It's Marty from Social Club. Isis got it right. She got it in the first, like, 20 seconds. Surprisingly, that was awesome. Anyway, welcome to Elevate. Elevate. So glad you're all here. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you all know that Jesus. <laughs> Hope you all know that Jesus 
is your Valentine every day of the year. And he will always and should always be your first love. Amen? All right, so welcome to Elevate. We are MPI, Metro Praise International Church, and we're all about loving God and loving people. And the way we do that is through connecting you, mentoring you, and sending you out. We want to connect you to Jesus and love on you, get to know you. We want to mentor you up to help, to help you know the things of God, who he is, how to live for Jesus, mentor you as a leader, as a disciple of Jesus. And then we want to send you out to make disciples that make disciples that make disciples. Amen? So that's our strategy up there. Then our next slide. Oh, oh, sorry. One special way that we connect. It's okay. One special way that we connect is at Life Groups. So tomorrow we are having Life Group. We meet every third Saturday of the month, and that third Saturday just so happens to be tomorrow. How many of you guys like ice skating? Okay, we decided to do ice skating because it was so much fun last time. So we wanted to do it again so that if you didn't make it last time, you could now. And if you went last time, you could have more fun this time, okay? Hey, if you guys aren't listening, I need you guys all your attention up here. Because when you talk when I'm talking, it's kind of rude. And I don't appreciate that, all right, everyone? So thank you for that. I appreciate that. So also, I just wanted to let reiterate, 12 o'clock here. We're going to be meeting in the parking lot. We're going to have the, the van warmed up. Some leaders will have their cars. You're all welcome to come. It's going to be $8 to rent skates and the skating. We're going to go to Reese Park. We're not going far. So if your parents are worried and all that, tell them they don't need to. We're just taking them to the park. So if your parents can drop you off or you can come, we'll be in the church parking lot. We'd be more than happy to meet your parents. I'll give them my phone number, let them know. We'll be back at this time, so on and so forth. So if you have any questions about that, please come to a leader and let us know. Um, also, if money's the problem, I also would like to know. So talk to us about that as well. And then after that, um, next month, we're also having live group. <laughs> Sorry. Just, yeah. So just keep that in mind. Every third Saturday, always mark it in your calendar. Keep it open. We want you guys there. We want life group to be a priority because it's only once a month. So we all want you to be able to come tomorrow. We've been pumping it up all month long. Alrighty. Next slide, please. Sorry. No, that's good. All right. Ties and offerings. You guys can stand your feet with me, please. Tithe is 10% of everything you make. After you give that 10% to God, anything after that is considered an offering. Many of you know this, some of you may not. But when we give to God that 10%, it's a symbol of saying, God, I trust you with my 10%. Because really, God has given us everything that we have. So when we say, God, I'm just going to give you that 10%, it's like saying, God, I trust you that you're going to provide every other thing that I need in my life. I'm not going to worry. But when I, we give back to God, we're opening that door of provision, of blessing in our lives, more than we can attain on our own. Amen? Amen. Okay. Victor, in your own words, in your own words, what's the definition of an offering? Um, whatever you have left over, um, whatever you want to give to God after your tithe. Perfect. Perfect. Give it up. Victor, you're smart cookie. Smart cookie. All right. So do we have an example all right, 10%, $6,239. Okay. Nah. Oh, yeah, all right, these girls, ridiculous. Let's come over here. Are you girls ready? Oh, just, all right. Who's ready? Who's ready? 
$62.39. Not 62. You moved the decimal too far. Brian. $623.09. And 90 cents. And 90 cents. There it is. Beautiful. All right. Whoever, put the, whoever made that example did a good job. <laughs> All right. Let's say this first together on the count of three. One, two, three. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let's pray. God, I just ask that you bless this offering. I ask that you bless this service tonight. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here. I thank you, God, for your presence and power, God, that we can experience so easily. And we just invite you um, in, and we welcome you here, and we ask for increase. We ask for more, oh God. I ask that you move and unhinge these hearts, oh God, whether they're bound by greed or selfishness, immaturity, pride, whatever it might be. God, I just ask that you move, God, in each one of us from the youngest to the oldest, leadership to student. God, I ask that you have your way in us, Lord Jesus, that anything is separating us from you, that you would reveal it, God, and that we would, um, we would remove it, Jesus, in your name. So, God, have your way. Holy Spirit, we love you. We thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing in this ministry. Continue to bless us, Lord God. Bless this offering. May it, be, um, may it go to further your kingdom, O oh God. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So you guys, come on, come on up and give. Here's the bucket up in the front. All right, guys, we're going to get ready for worship. Come on up to the front. Prepare your hearts for some worship. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Can you do me a favor? Uh, can we get the spotlights to come down a little bit? Can y'all hear the guitar out there? Y'all hear it out there? Yeah, sounds good? Okay. All right, y'all. This is the time of uh, of the night. Yeah, really. Can, can we get everybody just to shuffle? Come on, move it over just a little bit. We're kind of top-heavy on this side. <laughs> so shuffle on in. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. This first song, guys, is a, is a song that we sing a lot. Um, and this song is, is actually called Holding Nothing Back. Somebody say Holding Nothing Back. Holding Nothing Back. And when you hold nothing back, it's kind of the equivalent of turn up. Okay? Um, so we're going to turn up in this place. It's like we're saying... God, I'm going to turn up for Jesus. Literally, we're going to turn up for Jesus. Okay, so this song is talking about how God, in his abundant love for us, you know, died on the cross 
That's how extreme it got for God. He's like, man, they can't do anything for themselves. I'm going to come in and step in. I'm going to die on a cross because I love them so much. And you know, today's Valentine's Day, and I'm pretty sure if you haven't got it today, maybe you will, maybe you won't. It's okay. But maybe someone came up to you and said, baby, I love you. Honey, I love you. If that hasn't happened to you, then okay, you're fine. But but here's the thing. We, we make, <laughs> check this out, we make love and... And getting roses, getting a teddy bear, we make it, thank you. We make that the, the entire focus of this day. But in church, we get the wonderful opportunity of making our whole lives about that. Yes. You know, so this song is actually a song about us getting turned up because Jesus loved us so much. Right. And as a result, we're going to turn up. Amen? Amen? So what I would need you guys to do, what I need you to do is go ahead and get some space. Go get some elbow space, all right? Go ahead and... Move it, get, flap it like a chicken if you need to, okay? All right, and, and I wouldn't like for you guys, when we get going with this song, okay, we're going to put the music up just a little bit more so that you guys can feel like you're actually at a club and we're about to get turned up for Jesus, okay? <laughs> so we can get the music and the volume just to get up just a little bit, help me out with that. All right, and as you get some get some movement, all right, go ahead and stretch because some of y'all, y'all sleeping, y'all yawning when you're coming up in here, so... We're really going to get turned up for Jesus, okay? As long as you're not juking on somebody, okay? <laughs> Everything's okay, all right? <laughs> and if you want to go ahead and do si do if you want to get all, like, with it, with it, uh, guys with guys and girls with girls, it's weird, but so you won't do it. But guys, let's get turned up for Jesus, all right? Okay, so we can jump, you can raise your hands, you can side shuffle, everything. One, two, three, four... Come on, clap your hands. Let sing it out. I am chosen, I am free, I am living for eternity. Free now forever. You fix me up, turn me around. Sing it out. You set my feet on solid ground. Yours now forever. We'll sing nothing. And nothing's gonna hold me back. And nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. We'll turn it up. Chains fell off, my heart was free. I'm alive to live for you. I'm alive to live for you. Amazing love, how can it be? You gave everything for me. You gave everything for me. I breathe. We'll sing you wash. You wash my sin and sing away. The slate is clean, a brand new day. Free now forever. Now pull the eye, approach your throne. Sing it out. Claim this crown through Christ's own. It's yours now forever. We'll sing nothing. And nothing's gonna hold me back. We'll sing it. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Yeah, nothing's gonna hold me back. My chains, my chains fell off my 
now I'm free. And now I'm free to live. I'm free to give. I'm free to be. I'm free to love you. Free to live. I'm free to give. I'm free to be. I'm free to love you. Free to live. I'm free to give. Attitude of worship right now, an attitude of just worship, of adoration. Would you just close your eyes with me right now, all across this room? Hallelujah! Don't like you, Lord. Don't like you, Jesus. Oh, I can get turned up in the spirit because you allow me to, God. Hallelujah! 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 Come and bring life. Come and bring your light to me. Trust in Jesus. 
precious name. We'll sing it in my hope. My hope is built on nothing less. On Jesus. And Jesus' blood and righteousness. I did not trust the sweetest praise. But holy trust in Jesus' name. Christ alone. In Christ alone. Cornerstone. Weakness strong. In the Savior's love. When darkness, when darkness seems to hide His face, I rest on His unchanging grace. And every heart and stormy day, my anchor holds within. Christ alone, Christ alone. 
Circumstances, you're the Lord of my emotions, you're the Lord of my plans. Come on, you're the Lord of my future, you're the Lord of my family, Lord. Since you are, yes, you are, you're the Lord of my community, of my city, you're the Lord, you're the God. Spirit, you're in this place. We bring you honor, God. We bring you honor, God. We lift you up in this place to come, to come, to have your way, to have your way. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, come and have your way. Come, have your way, have your way. Come on, would you just say that? Come and have your way, have your way, oh God. Have your way in this heart of mine. Come on, have your way, oh God. Have your way. Have your way. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. 
use your voice in this place. Come on, don't be shy. Don't be shy. He's here. Who wants him? Who wants the Lord to come and touch their heart? Come on, who wants it? Come on, just begin to sing this out. you're having, whatever kind of pride that you may have in this time of worship. Come on, the Holy Spirit, when you open up your mouth and you begin to sing, come on, you begin to sing these words, you begin to sing what's on your heart. Come on, the Holy Spirit is moving in this place. Come on, in this entire sermon series that we have planned, it's about the Holy Spirit, and I want to begin to teach you guys right now how the Holy Spirit is moving. Come on, you're not going to come and see an angel coming and sing and dance with you next to you. What you're going to happen, what's going to happen is the Holy Spirit's going to prompt you. He's going to begin to move. He's going to look. He's going to search for this place. Who's going to worship? Who's going to say, man, I'm going to sing. doesn't matter if I can't hold a note. I'm going to sing this song because I want the Lord to move in my life. He's looking right now and he's searching hearts. He's looking for that person who's going to take a step of faith. Come on, who's going to take a step of faith in this place? Come on. And you're going to begin to sing this song and really mean it from the bottom of your heart. And want God, I want you to come and touch my heart. I want you to come and fill my youth group. God, I want you to come and fill my family. Come on, who's going to be bold and pray that here tonight? Who's going to be bold and believe with us here tonight that God is willing, God is wanting to right now? Come on. It starts with you to open your mouth. It starts when you open your mouth and begin to worship God in your own words. It starts right now when you say, man, even doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if I can't sing. Doesn't matter if I can't hold a note. Doesn't matter if I sound good or not. Doesn't matter if people think I'm strange. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It matters what he thinks in his place. Come on. Are you willing right now to open your mouth? Come on. He gave you. He gave you your mouth. Come on, he gave you words so that you can worship him. Come on. We give it back to you here tonight, God. We give it back. We 
sing the verse of this song I want to encourage you guys to just sing use your words come on come on you have so much time to talk to yourself and your own prayer time but I want all of us in this place to be encouraged by the God come on be encouraged by what God is doing in your friend I want you guys to close your eyes in this place so that way there's no shame there's no fear come on and I want you guys to sing this song, if you know it, sing it with us. If you don't know it, just sing what God is putting on your heart. But I want you guys to speak it out. Come on, I really want us to speak it out. None of this silent worship where I'm speaking to myself. Just speak it out. Come on. And allow the Holy Spirit, allow God to come and just invade your heart. Come on, let's sing. There's nothing worth more. There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Oh, yes, oh God, your presence. Come on, I'll taste it and sing. I'll taste it and see of the sweetest of us when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence, Lord, on every voice in Holy Spirit and Holy. Oh! 
Overcome by your love. Oh, your love. I want to be overcome by your love. Oh, I want to be overcome by your love. Oh, I don't want to put up a fight anymore. I don't want to hide behind my excuses. I want to be overcome by your love. By your love. Oh, oh, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm no longer be hiding. I'm no longer hiding. I'm no longer hiding. I want to be overcome. I want to be overcome. By your spirit, Lord. By your spirit, Lord. Oh. I don't want to hide behind my excuses, Lord. I don't want to say that I'm too busy. I don't want to say that I have this and that to do. Oh, I want to love you. I want to be overcome by your spirit, Lord. Yes. I want to know what it feels like to be so in love with the mighty God. Oh, so in love with the one who gave his life. I want to know, I want to know what's it like. I want to remember, Lord. I want to remember what it feels like to put you first. I want to remember what it feels like to put you first. Before my girlfriend, before my boyfriend, come on. Before relationships, I want to remember, Lord. I want to remember, Lord. I want to remember what it means to put you first in my life. With my plans, with my future, Lord. And my family, God, oh, oh. I want to remember, Lord. I want to remember, Lord. I want to remember, Lord. Overcome me now. Come on, sometimes you need to get to the point and place where you just got to tell God, God, you win. When there's no more fighting, you know how sometimes we can be so stingy in our ways. We can be so stingy in our ways, like, no, I want it to happen like this. This is what I want for my life, and no one's going to tell me different. We can be so stingy. We can be so prideful. But I just feel that the Holy Spirit is leading us to a place of surrender here in this time of worship. Where we're not fighting against what God is wanting for our life. We're not fighting against God and our actions and our deeds and what we say. We're not fighting against God because of sin. Come on. But we surrender. But we surrender here across this place right now. Let's just surrender to the Lord. Come on. If you need to repent for your sin in your life, come on. If you need to repent for you being stubborn before the God, come on. Just do it right now. Just lay it down. God, you win. I'm done fighting. God, you win. You win in my life. God, you win. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Be high and lifted up. High and lifted up. 
For some of us, that means that we got to change some habits of ours. Come on, for some of us, it means that we have to let go of some relationships that God has been calling us to walk away from. Come on, for some of us, that means that God wants you to open up your mouth and share your faith when you're back at your job or when you're back in school. Come on, let's let go of fear. We let go of our pride. Come on, we let go of our excuses. God, you win. You win. We let go over here tonight, God. Come on, take the next minute right now. We're going to close out this time of worship and prayer. Come on, let's just see what the Lord is doing. And, and right now, you tell the Lord right now what's going to change in your heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, you tell him right now. Come on, when we say things, God, I give up. God, I surrender. God, you win. Come on, there's going to be some things changing in our life. Come on, let's acknowledge what the Holy Spirit has been saying to us. And let's speak it back to the Lord. Come on, in this place. Come on, take the next 45 seconds and do so. Come on. Take the next 25 seconds so you get to wrap it up. Come on. Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way. Jesus, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we love you. God, we ask that the rest of this service, God, would be as filled with your glory, filled with your power, filled with who you are. God, we pray that you would open the minds of our understanding in this place. That, God, we can walk away with some depth of knowledge, God, of who you are and what you're doing in our lives, God. God, help us to make it practical and not overthink it and not miss you, God. God, we want to see you in the day-to-day. -day. Come on. Is that your prayer here? God, we want to see you in the day-to-day, -day, God, when we do yes. things, God, on the yes. daily. God, whether we do school, God, whether we hang out with friends. God, we want to see you on the regular. We want to see you day-to-day. -day. So, Holy Spirit, come and give us power. Come. Lord, give us the mind of Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Come and everybody said amen. amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on. Come on, we'll look at your neighbor and tell him thank you for coming. You guys begin to make your way back to the first and second row for me in an attitude of worship, attitude of prayer.
You guys, we're going to do something before we um, talk about the Holy Spirit. There's a lot of good stuff that, you know, we're going to be asking God for. You know, and um, when we ask God of the Holy Spirit, we ask God to come and do some great things in our lives. Um, we want God to do those things. So, like, if, for example, if, you know, you ask your parents for a car, there's a reason why you want the car. You know what I mean? It's not just you want to cruise down Fullerton and look all cool. That's a waste of gas, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? When I first thought about having a car, I thought about showing off to all my friends for real. And um, my first car was a Jeep. We're actually get talking about my first car. My first car was a 89 Jeep Cherokee Limited. And that thing, I mean, you really had to turn because the steering wheel was loose. If you wanted it to go left a little bit, it would turn, and that thing wouldn't turn. You'd really have to, like, turn it and um, that was my first car I remember asking my parents can I get a car I said parents can I get a car <laughs> that's why I talked you know all proper parents can I get a car please and thank you and uh, you know they began asking me what are you gonna use a car for you get picked up by your friends true what do you need a car for and uh, you know I said going back well, why do I need a car and then it got to a point where my friends couldn't pick me up I was taking the bus CTA it ain't nothing wrong with the CTA if you got a hustle take the CTA it's you know it's public transportation and I remember like man, you know what I'm making it late to school and different things I got practice and everybody goes their different ways afterwards so I need a car so I remember going up next time around and parents I need a car <laughs> can I get a car and you know they came up and they said all right I think you need a car you probably you came up with some reasons why you need a car all right we'll see what we can do and uh, that was my first car and uh, you know uh, talking about the Holy Spirit God Holy Spirit come and we can be so uh, we can miss why we're asking God to do these things okay so I want you to talk to your neighbor um, um, whoever you're sitting next to, uh, guys, guys, girls, girls, if, if possible, but uh, talk to your neighbor, or whoever you're sitting next to, and just begin to tell them why you want the Holy Spirit, okay? Or tell them, your neighbor, if you don't want the Holy Spirit, we're going to pray for you tonight, um, but we hope in our prayers that you want the Holy Spirit, that you would want God. So we'll begin, if we can probably have some, like, music in the background, not so loud so they can talk, but take the next two minutes, okay, and begin to talk to the other person why you want the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God. For the next two minutes, on the count of three, one, two, three, go. Next two minutes, go. Amen. Take the next minute.
Come on, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds. Ten more seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Amen, 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 amen. Um, just out of curiosity, just out of curiosity, maybe just a little um, question and response. Um, if you have a response, just do it this way because everybody's going to have a response want to share. I'm just curious to see what you guys are saying. Um, so if I ask a question, just go ahead and raise your hand. I'll call on you, and you say it nice and loud. But um, what were some of the things that people were saying they wanted the Holy Spirit for? Anybody want to share? Anybody? Any volunteers? Jerry. Authority and power. Uh. <laughs> Careful, Tony. <laughs> she wants authority and power. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Bible student right there. Correct answer. I want to hear what some of our students are saying. Um, so if you're not a 201 leader or SUM student I, and a first time visitor, please share. What were some of the things that you were hearing? Some of the things you were saying we want the Holy Spirit for? Anybody? Uh, Jonathan. Guidance. That's a good one. Good one. Kayla, you raised your hand. No, she didn't? Okay, sorry. That's what you got to do. Like, you raised your hand? What? No, I didn't. I get all scared. Anybody else? Anybody else? I know you guys were talking, right? Anybody? My man. Being blessed. What's your name? Jonathan. New visitor. Being blessed. Not shy. Amen. Being blessed. Guidance. Being blessed. The Holy Spirit. So asking God. Marie. Being connected to Jesus. Amen. 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 That's a good. This is good. Let me see if I can get two more. I want to push it. Two more. My man, Jamie. Dedicating your life more to God. Amen. Amen. That's a good one. Come on. Come on. One more. One more. And, oh, you're a 201 leader. You can't do it. Nice try. He's going to get all correct on me. <laughs> one more person. One more person. My man, Mike. To surrender yourself forever to God. Amen. 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 You know, it's, it's great that you guys are, are understanding what the Holy Spirit's for. It's not a trinket. It's not like a dressing on a salad. Um, growing up, I didn't like migraines. I always thought that they were tasted nasty. But now I actually, it's quite delicious. Um, and what actually helps me out just a little bit, I don't like to do a lot, it was the dressing at first. And uh, sometimes we think of the Holy Spirit of God as a, as a dressing. Like, oh, you know what, like you have Jesus as the main course and for like dessert or just a little cherry on top, you got the Holy Spirit. You know, just kind of make us feel good about ourselves. Like he's always with us. You can't see him because he's the Holy Ghost and he's with you. Like, I don't see him, but he's with me. How does that kind of work? And you have the Holy Spirit of God. And you guys are beginning to understand that, you know, so that you can commit yourself, surrender yourself forever, be having guidance, okay, getting closer to Jesus, all these things. It's great. And, you know, every time we hear about the Holy Spirit, there's certain things that come to mind. There's certain things that the Bible is teaching us. And whenever you're talking about the Holy Spirit and what God is doing, you have to go off the Word of God. 
Okay? We don't make up things. We don't say, oh, the Holy Spirit is, is going to make me stronger, like physically stronger, so I can get buff and swole, so I can have a six-pack by summertime. It, things like that are off. And you're, if you're hanging by people and they're saying, this is what the Holy Spirit's done for me, he's made me, you know, uh, <laughs> I got a girlfriend now because of the Holy Spirit. That's, uh, <laughs> we want to talk to that person. You know, but the Holy Spirit, there's things that the Holy Spirit does, and we're going to get into it. But last week, recapping, ending off last week's sermon, we talked about Revelation. And this entire month, my prayer is this, that as I speak, that the Holy Spirit would jump on the words that I say, that as they're in the process of making their way into your ears, that God will bless those words, that God would begin to put revelations of who he is, that God will begin to stir up your heart towards a love, towards a passion, towards God, and that you guys will begin to experience the Holy Spirit in a way you have never experienced before. It's not like the Holy Spirit is a high, like, oh, he just gets me high with Jesus. It's, it's, it's more like he's God, and you get to live with God in you. And so we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. And last week we ended off with obeying the Holy Spirit. It's very key. What good is it that if God gives you the Holy Spirit, that God lives inside of you, but you don't listen to God? It's like... It's really kind of almost an oxymoron when you think about it. It's like, God, I surrender. I want you. And the Holy Spirit comes inside of your life. And he's like, okay, I want you to go and share your faith with your friend. I ain't going to do that. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I want you to go and pray for this person right now. I'm not going to do that. Or, you know what? I want you to let go of that relationship because you think that person is going to fulfill, satisfy your every need. But they're really not going to. And I want you to let go of it. Uh, not going to happen. And the Holy Spirit, like a person, has conversations, talks with us, but we can be so out of it where we're not listening to the Holy Spirit, we're not aware of the Holy Spirit, and we're just possibly ignoring the Holy Spirit of God. And many times I believe it because I was in your exact same shoes. I was, remember, I was in Elevate. Every time we would sing songs, I'd begin to, like, sometimes I'd almost think, like, man, I'm dazing off because as we're singing songs, if I wasn't right with God, God would begin to put those things on my heart. And now that I look back at it, I know that's the Holy Spirit of God. I know that's how God works. And it's, it's sometimes we try to, oh, well, this is how God does it. He's going to come and the whole place is going to shake and it's going to come like a roaring wind and, and everybody's going to start floating in the air. That's not how it happens. God's very practical with you. He doesn't want you to miss it. And he leads you. He prompts you. So many times, and, in, 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 you know, when I was in youth, we had seen different di different things, and I, it necessarily wasn't the worship that got me to think about these things, because Pastor Joe was leading worship. And if you ever had uh, a worship time with Pastor Joe, I mean, it's just him and a guitar and that deep voice of his. So it's not like you have, like, the best, like, Grammy Award-winning singer up there. It's like, Holy Spirit, take... I mean, that can be distracting sometimes, you know what I mean? But I remember we would get so lost in God. And, and some of the times, I remember just standing there and I'm just worshiping. And then, boop, this image comes to my head or something that I did that I needed to get right before God. Or, boop, something came into my head where I know I should have invited that person to come to church. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why do I think about this right now? And it was the Holy Spirit of God going, using Pastor Joe to disturb my heart to what God is doing. God is not sleeping right now. God is alive and he's in heaven. And you know, he's running the universe. He holds it in his hands. He's running the universe and God, he can be at all places at all times. He's all powerful and all knowing. 
This is who God is. And God is doing this at this very second. And so at that moment in time, he saw me and he's like, you know what? He's missing out on what I'm doing. And so the Holy Spirit came and awoke my sense to what God is doing. Just by a simple worship song. We weren't even talking about evangelism. It's like it's different songs. And I'm just like, I'm getting this illustration. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about family and, and all the problems that I would have. And I'm just like, man. And the Holy Spirit was prompting me. He was giving me something to bring before God. He was giving me something to pray for. Sometimes, like, what do I pray for? And sometimes we're in worship. We're thinking about all the struggles that we're going through, all the pain that we have in our heart. We're like, I don't know what to pray for. And the Holy Spirit's like, wait, 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 wake up, wake up. This is what I'm doing. And it's not weird to think about that because that's how he works. That's how the Holy Spirit does it. And he, you guys, as, as we were doing this, I, I know for a fact that God is, is doing it now. He was doing it when you walked in. That's why I'm a firm believer. When you walk in through those doors, we're going to greet you. We're going to love on you because we want to let you know that God loves you. And, um, you know, we believe that when we do that, God is, is speaking to us. And, you know, every time you talk about or you read the Holy Spirit and the word of God, and one of the things that the Holy Spirit does, he gives us power. Amen. I want you to open up your Bibles to Acts, the book of Acts. We're going to look at chapter one. Acts chapter 1. And it's a popular passage. And whenever you talk about the Holy Spirit, you've got to trace back um, when the Holy Spirit was poured out uh, to all mankind. And so, um, before Pentecost, and we're going to read about this, before Pentecost, before the Holy Spirit was poured out to all people. Um, there was a certain group of people that had the Holy Spirit. It was an exclusive group of people. Not everybody had the Holy Spirit. And if you were alive in that time, back in the day, like we say, you know, the, the kings, if you read throughout your Bible, there was kings of Israel, uh, judges that God had brought up, prophets. You know, there were certain people that had the Holy Spirit of God an exclusive group, you either were a prophet, okay, you either were a king, or you were a judge. i say it again. You were a prophet of God, someone who would hear the word of God and then speak to the people. You were a king, someone who God had appointed to rule over his people, or you were a judge. God raised up judges to deal with um, the people of Israel, to save the people of Israel in their time of persecution, and that's who had the Holy Spirit of God on them. Not everybody else. Fast forward to Acts. And sometimes you read that, it's like Acts. Why does it say Acts? Like you know that word to act? You know, act, that word act. Just take off the S. The book of Acts is actually a book about the acts of the church, of what the Holy Spirit is doing through his people. And so we begin to read what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I'd like to believe that the book of Acts, it might have a certain amount of chapters, but we still have the church and the Holy Spirit is still doing things right now. So it didn't stop. We're the church. And so this is the beginning of the church, this is the beginning of the Holy Spirit coming upon a people. And this is awesome. 
Because this means that, you know, before there was God in heaven and only people who would have God and only you had to come to certain people and, and you'd have to talk to them and get right before, you know, the priest. You'd have to do all these different things in order to get right before God, to talk to God, to hear from God. But now God is making it plain. Acts chapter 1, we're going to look at verse 4. Acts 1, 4, it says, on one occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Now, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. And this is after the crucifixion, okay? This is after that. He came and he was chilling with his disciples and he's hanging out and he's telling them this. He's like, hey, listen, I came and I died on the cross. I rose again. But guess what? Something else is going to happen. We find out right here what Jesus is going to tell them. He said, do not leave Jerusalem. Makes a plan. Hey, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Stay here. He says, but wait for the gift my father promised. Somebody say gift. This is very big. Say gift. But wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That is awesome. Really quick, before we move on, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, listen, don't go anywhere. Listen to me. Don't go anywhere. Stay here. They must have been excited looking at Jesus, looking at his scar, his pierced hands and his feet, looking at it like this is God. I got to tell everybody he's alive. We say, hey, listen, wait, wait, listen, wait. Don't go anywhere. And they're probably thinking to themselves like, is he serious? Like he's right here. I can tell everybody that believes like don't go anywhere. Wait. And he says, but wait for the gifts. Somebody say gift again gift. See, the Holy Spirit's a gift from God. And the thing about gifts is that they could be rejected. You know, Valentine's a perfect example. You know, guys, if you ever had a, a failed attempt at giving flowers to somebody, like, hey, check this out. Yo, here's some flowers, baby. Oh, you don't want them? Uh, they weren't for you. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that may happen. If you've ever been rejected, you know what it feels like, the pain. Like, oh, that stings. That doesn't feel right. Forget this. And, uh, you know, it's a gift. I remember, like, for a perfect example, I shared this before. Uh, I was around the age where Power Rangers, the original Power Rangers, we ain't talking about the other stuff with dinosaurs and things. The original Power Rangers with the Blue Ranger was named uh, Billy, right? Billy, okay, he wore glasses and everything. The original Power Rangers, I remember I grew up in a Christian home. That was like you were actually sinning against God if you watched that because all the violence. And I remember my mom was in the kitchen cooking. I used to watch it like, oh, my gosh, it was crazy. And uh, I just remember like watching Power Rangers and, you know, they let me watch for a little bit. And uh, Christmas came around and my grandma found out that I like Power Rangers. And she don't know any better because she's Mexican. She comes from Mexico to the United States once in a while. Then she goes back to Mexico. And she knew that I like Power Rangers. So she goes to the store, sees Power Rangers, buys it, wraps it up, gives it to me. And she got me the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> the Yellow Ranger is a girl. You just don't do that. And so I, I literally, she got it. She's like, Mira, mira, mijo, es un Power Ranger. I'm like, <laughs> and I cried. I legitimately cried, and I pushed it away. I said, I don't want it. And, she, and I heard my grandma's feelings. Now I'm feeling bad about it. And she's like, mijo, es un Power Rangers. It's un Power Rangers. And I'm like, God, I don't want it. It's yellow. Tell her it's the girl, because I wasn't speaking Spanish. Tell her it's a girl, Power Rangers. It's for Amanda. And my sister took it anyways. And I was like, I don't want this. And my mom had a serious conversation with me, like, she got this for you. It's Power Rangers. Be happy. 
I never played with it when everybody was watching, but I played with it on the side because it was still cool. Just kidding. <laughs> but I remember rejecting the gift. I remember pushing it away like, I don't want that. It's yellow. Look at the girls. You know, you can do that with God, and so many people do. Like in these moments of worship and in, in the times where, man, God wants to change your life, you can reject the gift of the Holy Spirit. And you have to be conscious, aware of, of how your heart is towards God. And that's okay. We're going to get into that a little bit. But, you know, finishing on, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said you're going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gather, gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time, Lord, are you at this time going to restore your kingdom in Israel? And Jesus says to him, he said, it is not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has said by his own authority. Verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Let's read that, all of us, in one on the same time. Verse 8, could we get it? Where is it? But you will receive power. So let's read that on the count of three. Everyone nice and loud on the count of three. One, two, three. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. I love that because it makes it clear what the Holy Spirit is doing in our life. It's not a trinket. It's not a little sidearm. It's, it's not like one of these things where it's an, you get it. Oh, the car comes with this, and it also comes with like this awesome where you have like a wood grain uh, dashboard and all this stuff. It, the Holy Spirit is God. And the reason why he's in our life is because he gives us power. Power for what? To be my witnesses. Every time you associate power with the Holy Spirit, it's not for your personal gain. It's for his. <laughs> it's, not, it's not so that you can do. It's, it's for his glory. It's for his gain. You read about power given to his people. It's so that you can be a disciple to live holy, live for God, to be a witness. It's never one of these selfish things like, no, I got power and I'm going to stay in a church. I'm going to live here and I got power. It's for you to go out and share your faith. This is what the Holy Spirit of God is doing at this moment. You know, if you look at the imagery associated with the Holy Spirit, do you know the Bible? It talks about um, the Holy Spirit and it uses different kinds of uh, terms so that we can kind of get an idea of how the Holy Spirit works. And this is awesome and this is cool. Um, the Bible talks about God being an all-consuming fire. The Holy Spirit comes like fire. God is an all-consuming fire. It also uses references like wind, like a roaring, like a rushing wind. The Holy Spirit came. And it also uses the imagery when Jesus was baptized like a dove. Now, I don't know about you, but... You know, when I read, you know, that story when Jesus got baptized and the heavens opened up, right? And that light came on Jesus and, you know, there was what that came from the heavens? There was a dove. I, I mean, when I read that story, I'm thinking about God. And this is like a revelation to the people. They actually see the heavens open up. It's not one of these things where like, oh, the clouds, moving. look, there's a bird it's flying over us now. It's not how it happened. Like how you read the Bible, like think about a glorious moment. The heavens parting up and a dove 
coming down. And I'm thinking to myself, like, man, God, you could have got a one-up. You could have maybe had at least a lion come on down, like, walking on air. <laughs> like, you know, because God is God. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a man and I like to be like, you know, oh, God is raw, God is awesome, God is powerful, you know, in your face, devil, you know. Like, I think that, man, God should have came down like a lion, like, rawr, but he did it. <laughs> he came down like a dove. There's no typo, there's no kind of, man, and, the, and his disciples, as they're recording these stories, as they're watching and seeing it, they didn't make it anything other than what it was. He came down like a dove, and of, of all creatures, God, why did you pick a dove? He didn't come down like a pigeon. He came like down like a dove. Not even a bald eagle. Not one of those like those awesome like. It's it's more like a. It's like there it goes. There it goes. It's, is that a dove? And it's it's resting on Jesus. It's it's a bird on Jesus. He's getting baptized as a bird, and it's Jesus. And and this is great because. Out of all the kind of bird uh, species out there, um, I'd like to think that the dove is one of the most uh, antsy, one of the most frightful birds that there are. You try to get around a dove, it's like, it's, it's not like a pigeon here in the city. You know, you can get like this close to a pigeon and it's just looking at you like, what's good? <laughs> like, I ain't moving, you moving? I'm just like, I got to walk around this thing. I'm like, for real? You know, like that's pigeons. I'm talking about a dove. We have, uh, you know, and uh, by my house, there may be a dove nest by my house, but every time I wake up in the morning and go outside, there's always like two doves sitting on the line. And they make these like, that's probably a pigeon. I'm, I don't know. I'm forgetting what noise they make. But I always see them. And like when I try to, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting a little bit spiritual because I usually think this like, man, that's the Holy Spirit. There he is. And I used to try to get close to these birds and they just like fly away. And I'm like, what I do? <laughs> There it goes, come back, Lord. And some of the most frightful, <laughs> frightful uh, bird species are doves. They're scared easily. And God uses this imagery to show us, to convey the Holy Spirit. And if you start thinking about it, um, you know, God wants us to be so aware of the Holy Spirit in us that when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, that we're very mindful of the Holy Spirit in our life, that we don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit so that our actions will reflect the Holy Spirit on us, the Holy Spirit in us. We don't want the Holy Spirit to leave our lives. And I love how the Bible communicates these things to us in, in such ways we can understand, God, you're in our lives. God, I don't want you to leave my life. God, I don't want you to ever go. So we're ever mindful of the Holy Spirit upon us because we don't want him to leave. We don't want to grieve the Holy Spirit. We want God to use us for his glory. And so this is, this is the key. Walk in step with the Spirit. Somebody say walk in step with the Spirit. Here it is. I'm going to give you guys uh, three more points, and then we're going to pray for the Holy Spirit um, to just come and impact our lives. But here they are. Walk in step with the Spirit. The greatest inheritance, okay, the greatest inheritance that Jesus left for us was that our inner man being touched by the Holy Spirit. 
You may say to yourself, no, the the best thing, the greatest thing that Jesus, that God did for us was his son, Jesus Christ. Did you know you can never receive the power, the, the actual forgiveness of God without the power of the Holy Spirit, without the Holy Spirit coming and touching your life? The greatest inheritance that Jesus left was our inner man being touched by the Holy Spirit. That's awesome. Has your life been touched by the Holy Spirit? Has your inner man, has who you are as a person, your mind, will, and emotions, have you been touched by the Holy Spirit of God? Has God come upon you in such a way where, like, man, you know what? I can't even think about all the nasty things I would say to a person when I get upset because, man, I can't, what's happening? Like, I'm different. Like, I don't want to yell, but, man, that's, have you been touched by the Holy Spirit of God? Has your inner man been touched by the Holy Spirit of God? The Holy Spirit honors our part in the relationship by not forcing us to dialogue with him if we don't want it. You know, love requires a voluntary response. Do you love the Holy Spirit? Do you love God when he comes and he talks to you like that? Like sometimes in worship, um, you know, I, you know, this past Sunday, I generally worship on Sundays, but this past worship, uh, you know, set or Sunday, I didn't, I didn't lead worship. And, um, you know, uh, I had the wonderful opportunity to just, you know, resting and then praying and worshiping. And, you know, I just remember listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, because I knew I was talking about the Holy Spirit and I was examining how God does these things in my life. And I'm thinking to myself, like, God, he's, he's speaking to me right now. That, I'm, not, I'm not crazy. I'm not just thinking about random things. It's just the Holy Spirit of God. Wow. He's speaking. And then, you know, in worship, you know, everybody gets to sing. And I just remember replying back to the Lord, like, this is God. God, you're good. And I'm responding. God loves it. Love requires a voluntary response. He doesn't force you. He honors our part in the relationship of us going to God. He honors that. He didn't make you a robot. You know? So with that voluntary response, are you going back and telling God, God, I love you. God, I want you to move in my life. Holy Spirit, I want you to come and touch my inner man. I want you to touch who I am as a person. Change me. Are you inviting? Are, Are you loving the Holy Spirit? Are you loving when he speaks to you? Do you love it when he corrects you? Do you love it when he gives you a spiritual spanking? You know, if you've ever been spanked before in your life, um, just raise your hand. <laughs> She's looking back like, can I, can I raise my hand? Or am I going to get spanked if I raise my hand? <laughs> Praise God. Almost everybody in here. If you've ever been spanked. And if you haven't been spanked, um, maybe you got time out. That would have never worked for me. <laughs> my parents never believed in time outs. They were Hispanic. Um, they believed in uh, rice. They believed in, in um, chanclas. They believed in extension cords. <laughs> you know they were they were hardcore but I love them I love them here's the thing do you love when God spiritually corrects you do you love when God guides you do you love his advice you can reject the advice of the Holy Spirit and here's the thing God gives you the best advice it's not like you're going getting like consultant from somebody else like hey uh What should I do? Should I get into this field of study for college or should I get into this field? It's not like you're going to an educational counselor where there's like, oh, I really think that your personality and what you kind of like were telling me, you'd be best to go into engineering rather than, 
uh, law school. It's not like that. When the Holy Spirit comes and gives you advice, that's the best advice you've ever had in your life. It's not like, oh, I don't know, Holy Spirit. I don't know, God. I'm actually going to go out with that girl and, and see what happens. Think about it. There is no sense where, like, God may be wrong. He's right all the time. But sometimes we can treat God like that. Like, I have the option of, of, of agreeing whether you're right and that your plan for my life is absolute and, and that really you know everything and, and I may know more than you. Sometimes we can treat God like as if we can know more than God. I want you to go and talk to this person. I want you to go share your faith. I want you to go listen to your parents and honor them and actually, you know, clean your dish and actually clean your room when they tell you to. That's how you, many of the times, like, your parents know you hear from God when you throw out the garbage when they tell you the first time. <laughs> I promise you, like, what? Go, go, go clean your room. She comes back maybe in like 10 minutes. She see you working on your room. She's like, what happened? <laughs> What's going on with my son? Why is he cleaning his room? And sometimes you think about it like, no, I just, I love you and, and I'm going to clean my room. Mijo, are you okay? <laughs> she gives you one of those like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Do you love the Holy Spirit when he comes and he says, like, hey, listen, I want you to spend some time in prayer. Make some time for me right now. God, I'm, I'm, I'm in baseball practice right now. God, I'm watching the Bears game. God, I'm watching this. God, I'm busy. I'm talking with my girlfriend. No, make some time for prayer. <sighs> Do we get angry with God? Do we, how do we treat God? You know, a lot of the time you can understand how you treat God is how you treat his word. How you treat his word. Do you make time for his word? Do you make time to get in, into the word of God? We wonder how we treat God. And sometimes we think like we can judge like, man, I don't do that much bad things in my life. How do we treat his word? Do we come to God? Do we look into the scriptures saying, man, God, I don't have anything good on me, but God, you're good. How, how do you treat him? Do you, sometimes we treat the things of this world better than we treat God. We, we can treat it better. And it's like a slap to the face because God, he loves us and he treats us with, I mean, he gave his son. And he gives us his Holy Spirit. He comes down. And sometimes we can just be like, man, forget this. God, I got my basketballs on Monday nights. I can't pray. Man, God, you know I'm, I'm really a Blackhawks fan, so I need to watch their games. And sometimes it takes more time out of my schedule than I want to give to yours. And whatever it is. Whatever it can be. How do you treat the word of God? Start right there. Don't over-spiritualize and say, well, I go to church. I go to youth group. I go to SUM. Hey, my parents are go to church. You don't judge it by those things. You judge it by your relationship with God. And love is a voluntary response. Here it is. The Holy Spirit ministers to us. Three different ways that I'm going to highlight. Number one, he ministers to us in a bright light that drives out and overpowers the darkness of confusion, accusation, and rejection. Open up your Bibles with me to John chapter 1, verse 5. And in closing, we're going to be hurrying it up because i got 15 uh, minutes, so to speak. So here we go. John chapter 1, verse 5. 
three ways Bell wants you guys to be really aware of how God is going to be ministering. Three ways the Holy Spirit ministers uh, like a bright light. John chapter 1 verse 5. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. I'll read it again. John chapter 1 verse 5. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The Holy Spirit he drives out and overpowers darkness of confusion, accusation, and rejection. The Holy Spirit, God, He ministers to us as a consuming fire that devours everything that gets in the way, like bitterness and addictions. A consuming fire. You know that when they refine gold, sometimes it has impurities in it. And so in order to, to clean it out, to purify it, they have to heat it up to a levels of extreme heat so that all those impurities can come out of it. And actually, the gold actually is a liquid form. It's not like gold that gets just really hot and all the black stuff in it falls out. It gets like a liquid form. That's where they can manipulate it into whatever kind of shape they want it. But that's how you get all the impurities out. And the Bible talks about our God being an all-consuming fire that devours everything that gets in the way, like bitterness, addictions, your fears. Come on, your past pains, things that people did to you that you could thought you'd never forgive. God is a consuming fire that he burns those things off of your life. And he ministers to us like a flowing river that connects our heart with the spontaneous movement of God's heart. Open up your Bibles to John 7, verse 37 and 39, and we'll, we'll close here. Like a flowing river that connects our heart with the spontaneous movement of God's heart. John 7, 37. John 7. John 7, 37. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice. Jesus preached, y'all. He wasn't shy. He wasn't timid. He's like, Guys, can I have your attention? He wasn't like that. Jesus stood up. <laughs> he spoke with authority. I mean, men respected him. Men looked up to him. Men gave their lives for Jesus. And he stood up in a loud voice. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scriptures has said, rivers of living water will flow within them. Hallelujah. Rivers of living water will flow within them. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. I love that. The Bible says rivers of living water. Water. The Spirit of God is going to flow through your life. Think about it. Have you ever seen a river? You ever seen a river? Yeah, you guys ever seen a river? It's not like one of these things. And we're not talking about a pond. We're not talking about and Humble Park. We're not talking about uh, what's that lake? Lake Mahoney. You guys know why they call it Lake Mahoney? <laughs> I'll tell you about that. Just ask me later. It's not like that little piece, that the piece of water and like you know in the backyard there's a crack in, in the floor. I used to I used to think when I was small like when it would rain a lot, you know we had like uh, cement it was kind of broken up like a uh, sidewalk, and the water would catch in like these little like little basins. And I used to think that was a pond. I used to like that's the sea. There's fishes in it. And I used to go and grab and nothing was in there. And it's weird. I used to think those little things. But uh, God He moves in us like a flowing river. 
a mighty river. Rivers are moving. It's not stagnant. It's not stale. It's, it's not. It's moving. And the Holy Spirit is flowing through your life. And what's he doing when he's flowing through your life? He's ministering. God has given you power. Power for what? So you can look cool. So you can be popular. No, it's not doing that. God has given you power to be a witness. So you can share your faith, Aaliyah, with your friends at school. So you can overcome temptation. Come on. So God can use you, Adam. So God can use your voice and, and overcome whatever fear you may have. And, and speak out God's word so that people can be touched. So people can hear the word of God. He's flowing through your life. He's flowing. He's flowing. And if you have the Holy Spirit of God, if you've been baptized with the Holy Spirit, you would know what that's like. You know what that's like. And many of the times we can say, man, you know what? Pause, time out, forget you, God. I got some other things to do. We get so caught up in what we're doing that we reject God. We forget about what God is doing. Like, forget this. Or then we got other things we're doing. Holy Spirit's wanting to minister to us. And when we look at Acts chapter 2, when he came down, he came down like a rushing wind. And uh, next week we're really going to be getting into that topic or just what God did when the Holy Spirit came down upon them. But Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. How many of you guys want that power? You know, how many of you want the power of God in your life? How many want to be touched by the Holy Spirit of God? Amen. That's, that's what I want. And it's not even so that you guys can be a pastor. It's not even so that you guys can take the mic. It's not even so that you can go be on the worship team. It's not even for those things right now. It's for His glory. It's so that when you go back home, even then, God's Spirit will flow out through your life. Even then. That when you're in arguments with family, that God, that God will still get a hold of your heart, that you wouldn't do anything to grieve Him, that God's Spirit would use you in such a way that even in your disagreements, your arguments, and your fight, that you would reflect God in His glory. Think about that. You ever run into a Christian that was full of the Holy Spirit, and you got them upset, and they're just like, man, I forgive you. I can't hold it against you. Man, I know you didn't probably mean to do that. It's like, why do you forgive me so easily? The Holy Spirit is wanting to minister and flow through your life. How many of you guys want that power? And sometimes it seems like, well, this is not going to make me stronger. It's not going to give me some kind of appeal to people. It's not going to make me cooler. I'm not going to fit in with these people. Why do I want the Holy Spirit so that God can use you, so that your life can change dramatically because of what God did on the cross? This isn't a call for who wants power to look cool or be more popular or... You know, have a boyfriend, get everything that you ever wanted in your life, a million dollars and, you know, whatever, a mansion. The God's not in it for that. He's in it for his own glory. He's in it because he loves us. We're going to be asking the Lord for the spirit of God to come upon us and with power, with power. And this is what I want to say right now. We're going to pray. You don't have to come up here to pray because I'm telling you. I want you to come up here because you're convinced in your heart that you want the power of God to come and impact you, touch your life so that you can go out and be his witnesses. So that wherever you go, whether you go back to your family tonight, whether you hang out with friends, whatever you do, you'd be a witness for what God is doing in your life. And that happens when God gets a hold of your heart. How many of you guys want power from the Holy Spirit? The way God says, I'm going to give you my power. Amen. In closing, let's stand up. You know, 
the Holy Spirit is not that friend that we have that sometimes we wish didn't come. You know, I'll close with this example, and then we're going to pray. My sophomore year, you know, I thought I was a stuff. I thought I was cool. I thought I was popular, you know, and this was all in my head, of course, but um, I thought all these things, and I had a group of friends that were on the baseball team, and we all stuck together. We all hung out together. We did the same things. We talked the same. We wore the same kind of clothes. It's weird, Um, but I was a sophomore in high school, and I remember this, and you know, I, I was on the varsity team as a sophomore, and we were going to play in the city championship. And that was a big deal. I mean, that kind of made me more think to myself, like, oh, I'm cool, I'm, you know, and I have, like, this cool status because I'm on the varsity team as a sophomore. I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm doing big things. We're in the city championship the next day. And so I remember inviting some of my friends to come on over for a sleepover. And, um, you know, I only told the friends that I wanted. I didn't tell everybody. You know, I didn't tell the whole baseball team. And so I'm having my, my, my boys, they come through, and we're about to leave uh, Lane Tech. And I remember I had my parents' van. Um, you know, we used to call that the G-Ride. Even though it was a van, well, I mean, we made that thing, and we felt so cool in it because we were driving, we had a car. And everybody else was taking the bus, so we were cool. Um, so I remember we're driving my parents' van, and I'm picking up my boys at different places. And there was this one guy who always hung out with us that, you know, he hung out with us because... He wanted to fit in, and he wanted to hang out with us because, you know, we were his friends. He thought that, and we told him he was a friend. But he was the guy that if you had something cool, you didn't want him to come through. You kind of don't want to tell that person about the party. You don't want to tell this person that we're all going out to this place to eat after a game. You don't want to tell him. Um, And so I remember he was hanging out with us, and we were trying to get rid of him. I mean, we we were being creative. I mean, we went into, like, this little, like, forest kind of behind Lane Tech, and we're like, oh, let's go in there. It'd be cool. We would go, like, like almost, to, like, in the middle of that thing, and we would run out. Okay, I remember we did this. We went in there. Like, come on, let's all go in here. We're running in there. And, um, like, man, what are we doing in here? Go! And we would run. And he's just looking at us. Like, what, what are y'all doing? And he'd run right behind us. And we're like, this guy, we can't get rid of him. And it just got to the point where everybody gets in the van, and we just look at him like, hey, you can't come. He's just like. I don't want to go. What, what are you talking about? We, we knew like he wanted to come with us because he was following us. And, you know, we all laughed at him. And, uh, you know, we just got rid of him. We all laughed and we felt good about it. And, uh, yeah, that's the story. Here, here's where I want to tie that in. Sometimes we treat the Holy Spirit as, as that person. We're trying to get rid of him and the things that we do, you know, and the things that we say. We push them back. We we say, no, Holy Spirit. We don't say things like that. We do it in our actions. When we hang out with our friends and that peer pressure comes through and everybody else is swearing, so you got to fit in, so you want to drop that F-bomb just because you want to let them know you're tough, you're cool. Or, you know, when that, guys, you know, when that young lady walks by, you know that, man, you're not going to want to lust after, you know, uh, you know, uh, women like that, you know, you want to treat them with respect, but everybody else is like, dang, oh, snap, oh, and then you're just like, yeah, what's good, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, and you don't even want to say it, but then your friend's like, man, I, I do this and that with her, I, man, and I, come on, now, we're not, we're not slow, we're not stupid, we're not, you know, immature, but, man, I do this with her, if I, and, 
yeah, I'd do that too. And then we're saying, no, Holy Spirit. No, I don't want your power. We say to us, like, man, you know what, man, I got church early in the morning, but man, that bed is feeling really good. I'm just going to press snooze and you sleep for the next two and a half hours. And you wake up and be like, oh, next time. We're saying, no, Holy Spirit. This was important. I didn't feel any kind of like remorse over me not going to church. Ah, I get it next time. Or, you know, when someone's going through something and you obviously know they're going through something and, and you can say something, you can encourage them, you can just be a friend, and you're just like, man, I don't got time for that. No, Holy Spirit. Don't come and touch someone else's life. Don't use me to comfort people. I mean, this is what we're talking about. We're going to pray for this. But I want you guys to know, it's, it's not just like, oh, I want prayer. I'm going to come up here because it's what everybody else is doing. We're praying for the Holy Spirit of God to come and help us to be witnesses, to give us power, to go back out there. This is all about God. This isn't like inward kind of reflection. I'm praying so I can feel better about myself. I'm praying so that God can get a hold of my heart so that he can send me back out to be his witness. That's what we're praying for. That's the kind of power that I'm believing God's going to just bestow upon us, that God's going to empower us and strengthen us here tonight, right now. So you can do me the favor. If you can be, turn off these spotlights, you know, just repair this place, this room. We can turn off these lights so that there's no looking around and no one looking to their neighbor. I want you guys to close your eyes. Close your eyes right now and just, just search your heart. Search your heart. Do you want this Holy Spirit? Do you want the Holy Spirit to come upon you to give you power? Come on, to be witnesses for Jesus. Come on, do you want the Holy Spirit to come to ministry to you tonight, 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 to go back out, to be used by Him? How many want that power of the Holy Spirit? The same thing He promised to His disciples when He told them to go away in Jerusalem. Don't go anywhere. But you will receive power when my Holy Spirit comes upon you. How many of you guys want that gift? You can reject it here tonight. That's up to you. And God's not going to force you. God's not going to pressure you. He honors your part in that relationship. But how many of you guys want that power with all eyes closed in this place? All eyes closed in this place. Come on. God, I want that power. God, I know there are people in this place that want that power. God, I know there are people in this place that are desperate for a touch. God, desperate for a move, for you to get a hold of their lives, for you to come and touch them, oh Jesus. And God, I pray here tonight that God doesn't matter how old they are. God, doesn't matter their skin color. doesn't matter what they look like. God, it does not matter about these things. It matters about their heart and if they're willing and if they're saying, yes, Holy Spirit, come use me. We pray here, for, Father, we pray for tonight that you would come and, and move in us. Give us power to be witnesses in Jesus' name. And so this is what I'm going to do. If you want the power of the Holy Spirit, and I want some of my tool warners just to get ready to come on up here to pray with pray with our, our people. Actually, can I have some tool warners come up, line up across us, uh, the front here. We have some leaders that we want to pray for you. And see, so if you want the Holy Spirit to come and move upon your life in power, as soon as I'm done praying, I want you guys, can you guys spread it out just a little bit over here? And um, let's see if we are outnumbered by guys right now, but that's okay. We have more guys than girls right now. So this is what I want us to do. If you want the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon your life so you can be a witness for Jesus, so that the Holy Spirit can come and minister to you here tonight and then send you back out. 
and use you for his glory. I want you to come on up as soon as I'm done praying. Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for, God, you moving in power, legitimate power. God, we don't want to we don't want to push you to the side. We don't want to ignore you. We don't want to put you, God, last. God, we want to put you first. So, God, I speak to the hearts here tonight, God, that are hungry, that are desiring for you to come in and, and move upon them, God, for, for you to use them for your glory. God, come and bring power here tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want you guys, before you leave, to come on up and find someone up at this altar and pray that God would use you for power. Come on. Come on, start coming up. Start coming up. Come on. Come on, if everybody's being prayed for, if there's no more leaders, come on, I want you to stand behind someone that you want to pray for. Or you want someone to pray for you, rather. Come on. Jesus, come and have your way here tonight. Here tonight, come and give us power. Come on. Come on, to a wonder. Just begin for power to come upon their life. Come on. Come on, we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon these students, God, to come upon their lives in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name, your power, Lord, your power, God. God, we pray that you would begin to prepare the way, prepare the way for these students, God. Prepare the way for these students, oh Lord. 
God, that the power of God will come upon their lives. Holy Spirit, just speak to our mind. God, speak to our mind, God, in the way that we think. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and, and speak in the things that we think, God. The things that we think, the things that we say, God, the things that we feel. Come and speak, oh, Lord. Come, 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 come. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would give us power from heaven. Power from heaven. Power, power untarnished. Power that, that God that can change lives. God, power that gives us boldness, God. That gives us faith. Come on. That kind of power, Lord. We want that power for our lives. Oh God, oh God, oh God, it doesn't matter how old we are, it doesn't matter if we're not good at speaking, it doesn't matter if we're the coolest, the funniest, God, we know that if you give us power, God, we can be used by you, God. We can be used by you. So if you're in this place thinking to yourself, man, you're not the coolest, maybe you're not the most witted person, you don't talk as well, or maybe you think you're too... Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe no one's going to listen to you. God gives you a power. God gives you his voice. God gives you an ordinary, an un, a supernatural grace to come over your life to be able to speak these things. To be able to live for him. Come on. Come on. And what we're saying up here is, Holy Spirit, come minister to us. Come, come. Holy Spirit of God. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you for this time, Lord God. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you came down as a dove, Lord God, gentle, Lord God, representing who you are, Holy Spirit. You're not one who forces himself upon us. You're not one who, who commands us or demands us by force. You allow us to make that choice to receive you as the gentleman you are. I pray, God, that you would fill your people with your spirit, Lord, that they would make that decision to accept your free gift, Lord God, and not turn it away, God. Pray that you would have your way, Holy Spirit, and that you would help us all to be more attentive to your voice, and that we would hear your voice and you would give us grace, God, to obey, grace to be different, grace to follow after you, Holy Spirit. Pray that you would have your way, Holy Spirit, that you would direct us, that you would guide us, that you would lead us to all truth, Holy Spirit, and that you would empower us to live the life that Jesus, that you have called us to live in Jesus' name. Have your way, God. Have your way, Lord. And Lord, the people that, that did not come up, Lord God, I pray that you would give them more power, Lord, that you would convict them, Lord God, that you would lead them more to you, Lord God. And not to be afraid, Lord God. Afraid to be different. Afraid to be called a Christian. Afraid to carry your name, God. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would touch hearts. That you would move on the behalf of the people that are represented here tonight in the name of Jesus. God, that you would have your way, Lord. For apart from you, we cannot do nothing. That is what your word says, God. 
So I pray that you would fill us with your spirit, Lord God, that we would, that we would not try to draw up logic, that we would not try to understand something that's, uh, that, that's, that's far beyond us, God. For your mind, your thoughts are above ours, God. I pray that we would receive your spirit in faith and in faith alone. You said in your word in James, God, that you give without fault-finding, God. You don't look for fault in us, Lord God. You don't look to see who's been praying all day today. You don't look to see who's been obedient to you lately or who's been reading your Bible, who's been coming to church and, and just staying a night at church. God, you're not looking for a religious person. You're just looking for that person that you can feel with your spirit that dares to believe, God. And I pray, Lord God, that you would raise up youth in this place, God, that would dare to believe in you, God, to move in your spirit, God, to be filled in your spirit, God, and to move in power, Lord, not in fear, God. Lord, have your way, Lord. In Jesus' name, have your way, God. Lord, Lord God, I thank you for your spirit. Lord God, I thank you for being in this room, Lord God, for moving in these students' hearts, Lord God. I, I pray that, that you will stir a passion in their heart, Lord God, that you will raise up future future pastors and teachers and evangelists and prophets, Lord God, in this room, Lord God, that you will give these students a, a voice that, that will shake their generation, Lord God, that they, they'll make a difference in their schools and in, in their homes, Lord God, that they'll walk in boldness and authority, Jesus, because that, that's what your spirit was for, Lord God, this is what it is for, it's for us, Lord God, to change a world, Lord God, to change a city, Lord God, to change a nation, Lord God, Jesus, Lord, we Lord, whatever you call, whatever you show up, you you shake things, you change things. Things are never the same when your spirit shows up, Lord. So I pray, Lord God, these these students' hearts, Lord, that you'll come and you'll shake and you'll stir. And they'll, they'll never be the same, Lord. And they'll, they'll never be the same, Jesus. We thank you for what you're going to do, Lord God, for what, for what you're doing right now, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. Spirit, we love you in this place. We thank you for your that you are real, God, that we get to be with you, that we get to know you, we get to find you, God, that when we seek you, your promise remains that we will find you. Lord, I ask for hungry hearts in this place. God, I ask for more. I ask for seekers, God, for we will find you. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your power, that you abide in us, that we are nothing, God. We are nothing without you. So I thank you, God, that you are with us, that you are for us. You fight for us, God, on our behalf, that you make the way, that we have nothing to fear. Holy Spirit, I just ask for increase in each student, each person, each leader. God, that you give us bigger cups, that you would overflow our cups, God, that we would have more to give, more to pour out, oh God. And I just ask for gifts of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, we desire your gifts that you would pour them out, that you'd give us each specific ones and desires, that we would request them. And Holy Spirit, we just ask for those right now, that you would move in us. God, use us for the gifts of prophecy and healing, interpretation of tongues. God, that we would move in power and authority in our schools, on the job, on the street. God, that we would be powerful, bold witnesses to your name, to your gospel, for there's nothing more wonderful, there's nothing more worthy than to be a bold 
testimony, a bold witness to you, Jesus, for you, Lord. You're it, God. There's nothing more worthy, nothing more lovely, nothing more beautiful, God. You are worth it, Jesus. So I just ask in this place, Holy Spirit, for clarity, Holy Spirit, anything that is hindering us from you, knowing you, I ask that you make it very clear and you pinpoint those issues, those areas of sin. God, that you would change us. You'd soften our hearts. Soften our hearts, oh God, that we would allow you to have your way in us. Soften our hearts. Do what only you can do, God, that we would just be open to your love, open to what you have, that we would trust that what you have for us is best. Oh, we love you in this place, Holy Spirit. We ask for more. Continue what you've begun. Continue to do what you love to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right now, we are just going to close out this service in Jesus' name. So you're welcome to stay up at the altar and pray. But if you'd like, this is a general dismissal. So I also want to remind you all that tomorrow is Life Group here at the church. We're meeting in the parking lot. $8. We're going ice skating. Be in the parking lot. But you, again, anyone is, you're welcome to fellowship in the front. Also, you feel free to hang out here for prayer and some fellowship.
Yeah.